0: Woman with a Wi Fi allergy sleeps in a copper sleeping bag, and environmental protesters have lost control over their fake blood hose, and an alligator in a zoo pond swallowed hundreds of tossed coins. These are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me today. Weird AF News, if you don't know, if you're a newcomer to the show, is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, although some say that I'm not very funny. Mm, Judge for yourself and learn something as well. Let's do it.
1: Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF
0: News. Oh yeah. A woman with a Wi-Fi allergy sleeps inside a copper sleeping bag. Yes, a woman who claims to be allergic to Wi-Fi is asking her hometown to discontinue their wireless internet in order to ease her condition. Her name is Rosie, Rosie Gladwell, age 70. She currently spends much of her time tucked away inside a copper and silver thread sleeping bag, <laughs> which, which cost her five hundred dollars she sleeps inside a copper and silver thread sleeping bag all nice and tucked in there to avoid electromagnetic fields emitted by modern technologies such as Wi-Fi and cell phones. She's worried that the rollout of 5G in her current residence in the UK may cause irreversible damage to her health. Why don't you wrap your whole house in uh, copper and silver thread, honey? Maybe I don't know, go to a town meeting and see if they'll wrap the entire town in copper and silver thread. I mean, to appease you and your needs. You know what I mean? Very important. (laughs) Here's a quote from Rosie. I'm actually quite... Oh, I got to do a UK, old female UK accent.
2: I'm actually quite frightened about the future. At the moment, I've managed to make myself safe by being fortunate enough to live in a house in the countryside where there are no measured electromagnetic frequencies. But if they introduce the 5G, then I don't know what the future will bring. It's a really scary issue. I can't move my arms. I'm so wrapped up in this copper sleeping bag. Can't even tickle me nose. Sometimes me boogies just run down me face. (laughs)
0: Rosie Gladwell has spent hundreds of dollars on gear to protect herself against this electromagnetic radiation that's all around her in her life. She's bought a $250 radiation detector. She frequently travels with her husband to her... Husband? (laughs) Somebody married this... (laughs) This... uh, Headcase? I mean... She travels with her husband to her remote hometown in Spain via ferry, where she stays wrapped for 30 hours in a protective sheet. Oh, that sounds like a nice little getaway. Hey, what would you like to do this weekend, honey?
2: Well, we could go. Why don't we go to Spain and I'll spend the weekend wrapped in a protective sheet and you could go fishing, honey.
0: She launched a campaign in her hometown, Palopas, near Granada in Spain, in hopes that they will shut down their citywide Wi-Fi. She, You want the whole town to shut down their Wi-Fi, you selfish bee? Come on. She says she began to feel unwell six years ago, then suddenly felt better after switching off her Wi-Fi and her cordless phones. Really? Did you? Unfortunately, wireless technology is becoming in- inescapable. Yeah. car. All the cars have it. What are you going to do? Make the world not have Wi-Fi? You're a crazy person. Make yourself a copper, silver, hazmat suit lady and just w- make your way in the world, you know? Why... Su- subject your husband to this lifestyle <laughs> poor guy can't watch netflix hasn't been able to catch up on the latest <laughs> latest season of ozark or stranger things because of you come on here's another press here's another press here's another quote
2: back then people would think of you as being weird if you said that you suffered from EMF sensitivity, but I don't think that's the case now. People don't think it's weird at all. Everybody's envious of my... my copper wire sheet and my gold-plated pillow and my platinum bra.
0: I don't know if those things protect you. Her condition has made life a, a normal... Her condition has made living a normal life impossible, she claims. When she goes out to eat, she tries to sit outside or she'll take her radiation meter into the restaurant to investigate which seats have less radiation.
2: Because it varies so much per restaurant and per seat. This seat over here has much less radiation than the one by the window. Could you sit us there, host?
0: Can you imagine if this nutcase walks into your restaurant? Oh, goodness. With her little meter going from table to table. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, beep. You're dying over there, table four. You're dying slowly, did you know?
2: How's the lobster bisque? If I am exposed for too long, I have to come home and have two days and everything is turned off and I don't watch the telly.
0: (laughs) Rosie helps lead the Electromagnetic Field Awareness totness Group with about 12 members, her EMF Awareness Group. They get together to mobilize support for their condition, which is largely not recognized in the medical community, and they watch films about the effects of radiation. Oh, that sounds like a lovely... (laughs) Way to spend your time. Poor husband, my goodness.
2: Scientists say 4% of people worldwide are suffering from EMF sensitivity. That's probably an underestimation, I'd say. A lot of people now aren't feeling very well. Everyone
0: feels exhausted and stressed out. And some of it is, in my view, down to the extent of the radiation. That's my view, anyways. She said behind a helmet. Rosie began the initiative in her Spanish hometown. And the mayor has proposed putting public Wi-Fi on a timer to help limit its EMF emissions. Is this the future where we're going to have Wi-Fi on a timer? Hey, look, it, I'm making fun of her and all this. At the end of the day, I have no idea if this is true or not. It just seems crazy to me. But I'm open to, uh, I'm always open to new points of view when it comes to anything in life. You can, Hey, man, I interviewed a flat earther with the, with the open mind of, you know what, man, go ahead, convince me. I'm not going to tell you to be, pipe down. And I didn't even tell him he was crazy for the first 15 minutes, you know. But then I could see he, he, was, he was crazy. So, I mean, this lady uh, appears crazy to me, but maybe she's on to something. I tell you right now, uh, she needs to come to the realization that the world is not going to bend for her. You know, no one... We're not going to get rid of Wi-Fi. It's not going to happen. We're not going to totally give up our lifestyle for one person. And any community she lives in wouldn't do that, so... I mean, it's a very ambitious thing she has going on, trying to get a whole town to do it. But, I mean, let, let's be real here. Uh, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you buy into all this stuff? I know I got some weirdos who are probably a little um, paranoid out there. You guys believe in conspiracy theories and stuff. I've I've read the emails. I get the calls. I know what kind of mindset some of my fellow weirdos have. But So I'd love to hear you weigh in on this. 646-450-2012. Or you can email me funnyjones at com. Environmental protesters lose control of their fake blood hose. What a title. I just loved it. Extinction Rebellion sprays fake blood over the treasury. This is in England. They attempted to, anyways. The Extinction Rebellion demonstrators, um, they got a hold of an old fire engine, and they parked it outside the 100-year-old treasury building in London, it looks like. Their attempt... Here was quite ambitious. They wanted to spray 1,800 liters of colored water, a.k.a. blood water, on an old building, the Treasury Building. This was for symbolic reasons, I, I assume. They wanted to highlight the inconsistency between the U.K. government's insistence that the U.K. is a world leader in tackling climate breakdown and the vast sums it pours into fossil fuel expira- exploration and carbon-intensive projects. Yeah, so they're trying to bring attention to, hey, hey, you guys are saying that you're supporting, you know, climate change, but what you're really doing is you're pouring very little money into that area and you're pouring your money into fossil fuel exploration. Well, Yeah, I mean, every government is doing that, honey. The whole world is doing that because, you know, we live in a, a money-obsessed uh, world. <laughs> so, there's no money in saving the planet, you silly people. <laughs> the money's in the fossil fuels. Uh let me get into the story here, and not not get so political. I apologize, because this is funny. What they try to spray the fake blood all over the building, right? And they lose control of the hose, <laughs> and instead of spraying the building, they dump it all over the all over the road, spraying cars and buildings that were not the treasury. And the entire street is covered in this blood. And the photo's hilarious. All the police there, and the, the video of the guy trying to get a hold of the hose. I mean, it's just a, it's a blast. Obviously, they have no experience with fire hoses, which, you know, you see these fire hoses. You need several firefighters, strong men, to hold on to this thing. You can't just have a, a flimsy, weak-armed demonstrator hold your fire hose. You've seen these demonstrators. They're not, they're not made of any physical prowess over there. No, no. Five men and three women aged between 34 and 83 have been arrested on suspicion of criminal damage. They've damaged things with this hose, apparently. Hilarious. The police spokesman said there were no reported injuries during this fake blood hose mishap. And the fire engine has been seized and removed from the scene. Where the hell do you just get a fire engine? A working fire engine? Can you just get one on Craigslist? Just spray whatever the hell you want out of the damn thing? Seems strange to me. I'm looking at a photo of the uh, fire engine, too. There's a photo. It's smoking, and it looks like it's on fire. This is what happens when you get a secondhand fire engine. This shit just doesn't work, right? Oh, this woman's trying to get a hold of the hose. It's going all over the place. The demonstrators are just watching in awe. They're covered in blood themselves, fake blood. Oh, hilarious scene. Jonesy, how do you feel about demonstrators spraying spraying fake blood on buildings to save the world? I don't know. You care so much about the environment, then you pollute it with... This this crap that you you know what I mean, tainted water. I don't know. I, I know you're trying to make a point, but there's got to be a better way to do it than this. Seriously, I think you know we're living in a world now where um. I love to see the protesters going out. I, I protested myself in New York City many times. I marched uh, for Eric Garner and other young African Americans that were that were. Uh, Killed at the hands of our police force. Um, and I support protesting. I just. How about a simple march? You, you know, do you have to really get a fire engine? <laughs> spray a building with red water? I mean, it's just. And by the way, uh, is that even legal? Can you just go spray government buildings? I mean, what are you talking about here? <laughs> just march around with your signs get a megaphone you know i don't know you want to get crazy with a helicopter with a sign dangling from it nice <sighs> but that, you know when you start doing ambitious stuff like this this is when people get injured you know demonstrators can get hurt you know innocent people who are just having to be walking by could get hurt you know some person could slip on this fall i mean i don't know and it looks like the fire truck is about to explode which could also injure people that are onlookers so you know in my opinion just yeah i'm I'm all for the protesting if we're being honest i'm 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 all for anarchy really i mean if we're gonna get i mean it depends on the cause but (laughs) but this this is a this is a silly thing um the extinction rebellion i mean what are they what are they claiming here that we're our climate change activities are make are making the world extinct, leading to the extinction. Yeah, we were already on our way to extinct animals, anyways. So it's just it's just accelerating it. This is what we're doing. You know, when you overpopulate the earth, this is what happens. Oh, wow, ah, Jonesy, stop! All right, I gotta stop. I'm rambling on about this political stuff. I just get a little fired up about it. Um, and, and by the way, uh, if you're if you're out there. Selling used fire trucks, whoever you are. You can't just be giving these fire trucks out to regular citizens. Get a hold of yourself here. You know, there's got to be somebody that has to step in. You can't allow this. I know people are buying used police cars. I see them on the road. I'm not pleased with that either. It looks in my rearview mirror like I have a real police officer behind me. Then the person drives by and I'm like, oh, no, it's just a weirdo that lives in his mother's basement and has a mullet. But you can't be selling used fire engines. Come on, get it together. What what next? A tank? (laughs) That's just how I feel. An alligator in a zoo pond swallowed hundreds of tossed coins. More than 300 coins were found in the stomach of a dead alligator in Nagoya Zoo in Japan, apparently having been swallowed over a span of decades as visitors tossed spare change into the pond while making a wish. The death of the alligator at Higashiyama Zoo and Botanical Gardens in Nagoya was not related to the trove of largely 5 and 10 yen coins, but a veterinarian at the facility advised that throwing coins into the alligator pond would not bring good fortune. Well, I really got through all those Japanese words pretty good. I, I, I'm very proud of myself. Let me pat myself on the back. Good job, Jonesy. Uh, so the veterinarian is saying, the coins didn't kill the alligator, but... They were definitely discovered in the alligator's belly. The ad- alligator was brought to the zoo back in 1965 and died at the age of 54. An autopsy showed no signs that the reptile had developed any type of organ failure due to all the coins in its belly. As alligators have a habit of storing pebbles in their stomachs to facilitate digestion, the old alligator could have swallowed coins together with the pebbles. Yeah, that sounds plausible. Well, what's with these pebbles in the stomachs to facilitate digestion? That's fascinating. That's fascinating. I've heard, I think I've heard of that before. Animals swallowing, keeping pebbles in their stomach to help digestion. How fascinating. Uh, thankfully, we don't have to do that. That would be weird to just have to constantly have pebbles in your belly. Um, I've definitely swallowed some pebbles in my lifetime. I think I pooped them out, though. I think. You know, when I was a kid, I ate a lot of weird shit, you know. So much gum did I swallow. Oh, I look back on all the gum I just swallowed. Wow, that was weird. Why did I do that? I mean, I must have ate, you know, pounds and pounds of big league chew. I'm off on a weird tangent. Sorry for sharing. (laughs) Look into my weird mind. Through the first two decades of this alligator's life at the zoo, the visitors could only view alligators through a glass screen. But since the opening of a pond with an elevated passage in 89, visitors have been able to observe from above without a physical barrier. Since that time, visitors have occasionally thrown coins into the alligator pond. A sign asking guests not to throw coins appears to have had little effect on the practice and why over 300 of them were found in this poor alligator's body. In line with the Japanese custom of tossing coins into a wooden box in front of a Shinto shrine or a temple, especially to wish for good luck for the coming years, some people are in the habit of throwing coins into artificial waterways or indoor fountains in general in Japan. Yeah, I think we do a lot of that in life, right? Throw coins into fountains. I've been doing that. You know, re- remember the Goonies? Yeah, throwing your coins down the well, making a wish. Yeah, lots of that. But I got to tell you, if I see an alligator or other other animals in in a pond, I, I don't think I'm throwing my coins in it at that point. My mind, you know, automatically goes to, oh, that's not good. The animal could eat it, right? And that's what I think. They don't care over there. Um, so, yeah, died the richest alligator in history, clearly. That was weird. I mean, weird because it's an alligator story not coming out of Florida. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the stories today all the way to the end. I appreciate you and I appreciate your face and your eardrums and all the other things that made you be able to listen to the podcast. Although, can you listen to it without a face? Maybe. I don't know. New technology is always coming up with ways to do all the things that you want to do, which is lovely. I even have listeners who are legally uh, deaf, which is fantastic. Um, so a shout out to my legally deaf fans of Weird AF News. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I'm traveling still in Cincinnati, having a lovely time. I went to a weird place yesterday called Serpent Mound, which is a the oldest uh, earth effigy in the world. I'm sorry, the biggest earth effigy in the world, they say. Uh, it's a 1,400 foot long... Coiling snake made out of mounds in the dirt. They don't know who made this or how old it is, but it's uh, very well preserved. And I had a blast there. I shot a lot of video, which I'm gonna edit into a super cool uh, visitation video. Um, and there's some humor in there. I had a, I had so much fun there, and that'll be offered on the Patreon. Uh, I also took like uh, it, they have their own sort of brand of stories that you can. Uh, you can put on patreon as well kind of like instagram stories but made for patreon so i did a bunch of those from my travels yesterday as well um so if you want to see that stuff go to patreon.com slash weird af news and uh support the show it's really cool stuff on there so um yeah i recommend that if you're in ohio anywhere near Cincinnati, it's about an hour north um it's a, a yeah a fantastic weird 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 place and i'm all about that um Traveling to weird places, that's a thing I could do the rest of my life, I think, and be happy. Uh, Anyways, I'm rambling too much about my own aspirations, so uh, let me just wrap it up by saying uh, thanks for listening. Please share the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend or a neighbor or uh, your arresting officer about the podcast. Why not? Your organ donor. Hell, tell them about the podcast. (laughs) Your, Your exes. Tell all your exes about the podcast when they ask you what have you been up to. Uh, because why talk about your feelings, you know? Just just deflect. Deflect all the time. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at Funny Jones. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can email me, funnyjones, at gmail.com. And you can call the show, 646-450-2012. I have some calls from um, the week that I'm publishing now. And I hope you enjoy them. I'm sorry they're a little late, but they're hilarious still. Uh, all right, take care, y'all.
2: Yay!
1: Hey, Jonesy, in the past you did a story about uh, Japan having a poop museum, and then in today's stories you did uh, Portland having poop all over the streets, and also in today's stories you did a story about Japan having luxury toilet paper for $12 a roll. So I think you need to put those stories all together. First of all, you have Japan send their luxury $12 toilet paper to Portland. Then you let the homeless people poop in the street, wipe their butts with the luxury toilet paper, pick up all the poop, and send it back to Japan to the t- to the poop museum. You send the poop, you send the luxury toilet paper, and then you put it all on display in the J- Japanese poop museum. It's a circle of poop. Take care, Jonesy.
3: Bro, Tennessee police uh, baptism, you knew I was calling on this one. And I actually have a weird spin on it, though. I wasn't going to call on top, you know, stuff about the cop. or say other. What I want to know is this, bro. If it were a man, say it was a guy that this happened to, you know, the cop pulled out a guy, would he be able to sue, or would they just laugh him off like what what are you suing about like how'd he violate you because he he baptized you and he violates you that way? You know what I mean you have no breast to grab, you have no uh wet body to smirk at you know what I mean, and um this is what, you know it's just like you say, I honestly think I mean he was whacked out, and it was an honest it was an honest um attempt to baptize her. Bro, I really do. And the reason why I believe it's just like you said, he, he let her keep her clothes on, and he actually called another officer. He didn't call that guy to come smirk at her. He called her, him, as a witness. And if he was trying to do something to her, you think he's going to call a witness? I mean, it'd be different if dude wanted to join in. If he joined in on the baptism, I would think it was weird, and they'd both hold her down underwater or something like that. That would be kind of creepy. That would be unacceptable. But... If it was a guy, I don't think that anything would have been ha- able to happen. They would have been like, no, man, come on. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it can and it can't. It's just, it's just crazy, bro. I mean, would he have pressed charges or would he have posted the crap on Instagram and talked about, bro, I got baptized by a Tennessee traffic cop? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, was it because it was a girl? It, it was just this big deal? I mean... The things with the girls and and and, and the sexual harassments and all this crap is gone overboard, and it's, it's crappy because it's always the polar opposites with us. We can never just find a happy medium. You can't first, they're you know, they're not doing nothing about women getting harassed, and then now they're doing way too much. Now you're guilty before you're even if someone even breathes that you did something to them, you're. You're bad, you're screwed, you're screwed bro and and it's like unless you're super duper famous, in which case you're still screwed, but at least you can defend it, and if it comes out false, you're cool. But if you're a regular person you your craps over, bro, you know what I mean, you're guilty till proven innocent, and you know that's the way it is in this country. They try to say you're innocent and proven guilty, but you can't go to you can't be put in jail and and held there. How are you gonna put jail innocent people <laughs> That just don't make no sense, but they do it all the time. So, you know, anyway, let me get out of here. I know I'm taking too much time, bro. But this is just crazy to me. Yeah.
4: So I don't know if Google Voice will support this. Let me know if it doesn't. But I heard over the radio the strangest weird news I've ever heard. Somewhere in Spain, a Catholic church, you know, have the censors where they swing it back and forth, uh, uh, incense and stuff. Some of the uh, uh, altar boys decided... Hey, I have an idea. Let's put weed in the sensor, the um the uh incense thing that they have to go Let's do that. um, uh, <laughs> Man, I feel so much better. The God really helped me with that. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh and then they got they got detained or whatever. But that was somewhere in Spain. I can't remember. It it's going to pop up eventually. Thought you might like to hear that. Yeah.